Hi everyone, my name is Blake Skews and welcome to another episode of the SCU Buzz podcast. Today I'll be talking to Danielle Herbert. She's a third year student studying a Bachelor of Social Work and as part of her degree, she chose to complete a placement out in rural Queensland. Today we get to hear about her experiences at Southern Cross University. So please welcome to the podcast, Danielle. How are you today, Danielle? I'm good. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes, it's great to have you on board. I've been looking forward to this podcast. Yeah, I've just I've always been curious about um, rural placement for study because I study myself. I was just yeah, I've always only done stuff local, but it's always interesting to hear the other perspective of what you can do. Yeah, so I was really excited as soon as we were told information about placement and the opportunities that were there. I immediately wanted to do a rural placement. There was a few reasons for this. There were some personal reasons, um, but there were also like educational and professional reasons. And most of it boiled down to, I'm used to living in a metro area. I've lived on the coast for majority of my life. And so I'm very used to the culture and just the societal structure there. Whereas out here in a rural area, it's very different geographically. People are so isolated from services the job market, like looking for professionals, they need people out here. And so because of that, I knew my placement would be more hands-on. And I had the feeling that I would just have more opportunities out here to put practical skills into practice um, and really get that hands-on experience. Plus, I I wanted to see the other side. I wanted a new perspective on things, which is something that I've got. Because the place you're actually uh, studying at is St. George, I believe, in rural Queensland. Yes. So I'm in St. George. Um, it's about seven hours, six and a half, seven hours from the Gold Coast or from Tweed because I'm actually in from Tweed. So yeah, it's a little bit a little bit out of the way, a little bit far from home, but it's good. I could imagine. Yeah. It'd probably be, uh, if you haven't done it before, maybe a little bit daunting as well, like going away from family and friends and just even though you're not there permanently, it's just for a little while, you're just kind of like, it's it's new territory really. And it's just trying to grasp different things and learn how to do this in a different aspect. And what are some of the challenges you have experienced while doing non rural study? So I was really homesick for the first few weeks. It took me about four weeks to get settled and into a good routine. Um, so I was really, really homesick. That was the first challenge for me. Also, again, like as I mentioned, that geographical isolation. Um, so this town doesn't have any fast food. Sounds really silly. Food is a big part of how I do self-care, whether it be like taking myself out for dinner and also the beach. So there's a river in St. George, but it's a freshwater river. Those that don't know, freshwater rivers look very different to the rivers on the coast. So it's it's brown most of the time, not blue. Again, so trying to change my self-care routine, which is very important as a social worker and as a social work student, self-care is of the utmost importance. So having to try and adjust all of that as well as being by myself. Like this is the first time I've been away from home for such a long period of time. So having to make new friends and make new connections in the community and in a community where I know no one, not a single person, there's no other SCU students out here, they're all from other universities. So having to make those connections on a social level as well is like I felt really isolated and alone for the first few weeks. So trying to navigate that was probably my biggest challenge. 
for sure. And that's completely understandable because anyone goes to a new area and it's just, it's almost feels like you're starting over again in a way. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. And because social work placements are also quite long. So the first, we do two 500 hour blocks um, for the bachelor. And so I'm out here for 18 weeks total, which is four and a half months. So coming into it, I knew that I was going to be out here for a really long period of time. So I spent most of last year preparing for my placement and being mentally prepared for it all. But yeah, it was just, as you said, it was daunting. Like it was really daunting and scary being away from all of my supports, my friends and family and being completely on my own for the first time. Oh, hundred percent. And I do have some more questions about studying rural too, but I want to bring it back a little bit and get people to know exactly what it is you do as well, because you are doing a Bachelor of Social Work. What does that entail and what was it about that that you reached out to and was like, this is this is meant for me? Social work is such a broad field. So social workers can work in education, disability, housing, they can work in mental health, addictions, general hospital settings, child protection, family. Um, like if there's a, such a wide range, like social workers can work pretty much anywhere. And so again, another draw for me was that it's so versatile. It's such a versatile degree. And after talking to a few medical professionals that I knew, it seemed like the best fit because there's so many places you can go. And for me, it was the one where I could help people the most. I would encourage anyone that has any interest to start studying and go into this field because I think it is so rewarding and it's just has such an impact on such a wide range of people. So I'm a really big advocate for if anyone has any interest in, you know, the social services that, yeah, social work is the one for you. Definitely. And did you have any challenges with the degree itself? I have. The degree doesn't shy away from the hard topic. You know, we've had units on child protection and family violence and we've had units on loss and grief where we had to really delve deep into our own experiences because what the degree focuses on and it's a part of social work as a profession is critical self-reflection. So you really have to have that self-awareness or at least develop it during your studies. And so having to go through and really identify for myself, how I'm reacting to certain situations and different case studies and why I'm reacting that way. There were some uncomfortable truths that I had to go through. But another thing that I would recommend for anyone interested in studying social work would be to make sure you have supports in place for yourself. So try and develop your own self-care routine, link in with a therapist, whether it be, you know, a mental health uh, social worker or a mental health IT psychologist you know, having a strong support network in place as well. I think that's a really, because th there are things that are going to be uncomfortable that you face as you're learning, because they want to prepare you for the real world as you're studying. They've only got four years to do that. So just prepare yourself for that mentally as well. Definitely a big journey, but definitely a rewarding one too. So what was it, Danielle, about Southern Cross University that made you want to study at this university? So I'm on the Gold Coast campus. And have you seen the view from... Oh, breathtaking. <laughs> yeah. That's the word I use. Yeah. So I've lived on the coast since I was two. So the beach and access to it, the visuals of it is a massive draw card for me. Um, so the location was really helpful. It's just off the M1. So it's super simple to get to. Plus the, 
right near the airport yeah, as right well. Another the hour. Um, so its location was a massive draw card for me, as well as the reputation. It had a really good reputation for the social sciences and the community it had as well. Like everyone I spoke to, no one had a negative thing to say about the university. So for me, it was a mixture of location, recommendations. There was the stats to back it up as well with the rankings. And it was just easy for me. Yeah. And that's what it is. It's it, University doesn't need to be difficult. It needs to be something where you can jump in and go, I have amazing support here. And that kind of leads me into my next question too. How has the support been while studying at Southern Cross University? And was there a difference when you went rural or did you find there was an equal amount of support or even more so? So I feel like on campus, um, there's a lot of support. The, you know, the lecturers are fantastic and the unit assessors when it comes to communication. Um, there's the equity and inclusion team as well. Um, so I'm actually linked in with them as well. So that's fantastic. Um, coming up to my placement, I did manage, like I was able to speak with my caseworker from the inclusion and equity team just to see if there was anything in that learning plan that I needed to have in place for placement. And with be, like being on placement out here, I have a external education person, uh, external field educator is what she is, external field educator. I have a university liaison tutor um, and because I'm doing a dual placement, so I've, I'm doing two organizations, it's not common, but it's what I'm doing. I've got a, two agency supervisors. So I've got four people on my team and the communication is fantastic. I know I personally am very used to being on campus and seeing someone face to face every week. And so if I have a question, I can just go up after class. So that was a little bit of an adjustment for me, not having that face to face contact. But everyone on the team has been really helpful, um, especially when I first came out here. I had a lot of questions. I'm a very, I've, I'm just a very question based person. You know, I want to make sure I understand everything. So both the university liaison tutor and my external field educator were really fantastic in answering my emails and, you know, giving me a call if I had any concerns. So yeah, I've, I've actually, it's kind of more of like, I feel like it's more of a personal support. So yeah, it's, I, I there's support on both ends, but I've definitely been supported out here. I know exactly what you mean too, because um, I study education. So I have those connections too, when I go out to do my placement. And I, it does feel personal, even though you do know these people are helping multiple people with the communication and at the amazing quick rate, they do respond to your questions. You do feel as though they're in your back pocket, really. Yeah, hundred percent. And like with my external field educator, um, part of the placement requirements for social work is doing supervision every week. So at the beginning of each supervision session, I have the opportunity to do a little check-in and you know, if I have any concerns or if I'm struggling with anything, whether it be personally or, you know, academic based, I've got an opportunity to discuss that with her and she's then able to say, okay, well, you know, here's some advice I have based on what other students have gone through and what other students have told me or, oh, you know, maybe contact this person or contact your liaison tutor. And having that, like, you know, over the, over the internet face to face every week, it, it does feel very like, Comfy and it's, yeah, it's good. Well, Danielle, 
I couldn't agree more with the communication. It is uh, fantastic. And I feel like that on top of, yes, as you said, the views at campus is just incredible. So, and that's why I chose uh, Southern Cross Uni, uh, Uni as well, because the communication, I, I knew that there would be communication. I just didn't expect the level that they would give you, you know, that you would receive. And it's just astounding. It really is. And it's something and not until you start studying that you actually go, oh, okay, this is actually good. This is what I was hoping to receive and more so. 100%. And I found with some of my tutors that it extends past, like when I finish units with them, obviously on placement, I'm I'm linking everything I've learned in the last two years to to practice. And there's been a couple of times where I've been in a situation and I've been reflecting and I'm like, oh, what was that? What class did I learn that in? And, you know, what module was that in? And so I've sent an email to my previous lecturer and I was like, hey, can you give me, like, if you have a sec, can you just send me a link on this bit of information? And, you know, they're like, yep, no worries, and sent it off to me. So being able to have that communication and I feel like the relationships as well between students and lecturers is really good. Like I'm able to contact them and have questions even though I'm not currently their student anymore. So I feel like that's a incentive as well, like because it is only a small, it's a smaller university. So you're able to have that attention and, and that relationship. Definitely. And I feel like it's made even rural study um, even more capable, like something that you can actually do without losing these perks because of um, the technology we have these days. Yeah. So I, my, all my meetings have been via Zoom, so I'm still able to have that. It's not quite the same, but I'm still able to have that face-to-face connection and yeah, like having everything written down, having it in emails, having it on the modules on Blackboard has been just really useful. And it doesn't, I haven't felt like I'm losing anything. I don't feel like I'm at a disadvantage by studying rurally rather than doing it back home. Oh, for sure. Definitely. And that that's great to know as well for like future students who are thinking of doing rural, at least they know they're going to have these benefits still. Well, Danielle, I want to know what advice would you give to future students who are considering to study rural besides just the technology side? Like what are some other things that you would want to prepare these students for before they go out? Research the town, research the services that are in the town. So, and think of little things. So not just supermarkets, but think about chemists, think about doctors. I've been sick twice since being out here. So think about doctor surgeries. You know, if you have any physical needs, look at like physios, dental, things like that. Research all those services. If you have any specific dietary requirements, keep in mind that these towns out here aren't always going to have them. So try to stock up and bring out what you can. Try and reach out. Like I'm um, I'm studying with SQRH out here, so Southern Queensland Rural Health. That's the organisation my placement's through. Um, and they've had some online meet and greets with the students that were coming out here in semester one. So attend those and reach out to them um, and be able to like meet some of the students before you come out here. Mentally prepare yourself for, um, you know, what life is going to be like out here. It's very different. It's very quiet. It's not too busy. If you need anything, like if I wanted to, there's a certain sauce that I like using for dinner. I have to drive to Gundawindi or Roma, which is about, each are about two hours away. So um, just try and keep in mind that, you know, certain things are going to be further away. Make sure you have your car serviced and 
you know, maintenance up to date on that, new tires if you need it, research the roads, research the environment, just research as much as you can and just be prepared for what it's going to be like out here. Reach out to previous students, just research, research, research. Are you actually able to choose where you go rural or does the uni choose for you? To a degree, a bit of both. So coming into this during my pre-placement planning, I received, like I was given options for a few different towns and I was told the general areas. So I think there was, um, in King Arroy, there was child protection. In St. George, there was Lifeline and the Community Wellness Centre. Toowoomba was an option as well. Um, and Chinchilla was an option. And I was told the different areas. So from there being given those options, I was then able to decide, okay, well, I'd like to go to St. George, please. Well, that's good as well. Then at least you can have a bit of say. So it's not like you've just been placed somewhere that you don't want to go. So it's good to have, you know, a bit of that back and forth communication before you actually go out there. Yeah, hundred percent. And part of the pre-placement planning as well is um, you have to fill out a, like a preference sheet. So yeah. So, um, cause obviously with social work, people coming into it with lived experience, there are certain areas that they're just absolutely not going to want to go to. Like it's not going to be healthy for them. Um, and so there's a list of the different services and areas that you do want to go to when you put it as a preference, like one to five, I think it was. And then there's also an area available for you to put in any hard no's that you have. Like it would be detrimental to my well-being and health if I was to go to say, you know, like domestic violence for things like that. So when they then go and look at options for you, they've got that preference sheet to to reference. And that's further support as well, which is great to know, especially before getting into university. You want to know that you're going to feel supported and safe before you go out and help others as well. Yeah, 100%. And something that I really like about social work as a profession and also how SCU delivers their, their education on it is they put you first, you know? So social work and the way SCU approaches it is very self-first based. So they want to make sure that your health and well-being is being put first because you're not going to learn if you're in an environment or a situation that makes you uncomfortable, if you're going to be hypervigilant or full of anxiety because of where you've been placed, that's not an effective learning environment. And it goes against the values of social work as well. So SCU, I find, really upholds the social work values and a lot of the educators that SCU have are quite well known within the social work community as well, um, within the academic and literature side of it. So I feel like that really, like they really help bring those values home and really make sure that they are intact and being used during the placement process and during the education process. And that's great to know that Southern Cross will go that extra step to make sure that there is uh, put in place before um, a student starts. So we know that everyone's going to get what they need out of this and, you know, to the best of their ability, but feel safe while doing so. That's that's all we ask. <laughs> yeah. And they just, they care. They really care. Danielle, is there any further advice you'd give for future students looking at studying social work? It's hard. Just, I mean, any study is hard, but... And I said, social work looks at a lot of really hard hitting topics and you've really got to be sure of yourself. So 
Yeah, my my biggest piece, like I know I've already said it, but I just, I cannot stress it enough. My biggest piece of advice is have support structures around you, have the supports in place. If you're not sure, ask, reach out to someone, um, whether it's the university, another student, an ambassador, if you see them around campus, you know, the academic staff, reach out and don't just try to push through as well. Like Southern Cross is so supportive when it comes to the delivery of your education. So even though you may be enrolled as a full-time student, if you need to, because of whatever reasons, life, mental health, whatever, you need to drop back and do part-time, don't stress, just reach out and it can be done. But yeah, just having that support, don't be scared to ask questions. Don't be scared to ask support because Southern Cross will do it for you. They would, they want you to succeed they want you to do well and they want you to do it in a safe way. Absolutely. Cause I'm a big advocate for mental health too. So I feel like if there's times where you just need to take a step back yourself, you should be able to do so. Yeah. And Southern Cross is, I've honestly, I was nervous coming into education, like academics and, and learning again, because, you know, I'm, I'm 27. I was 25 when I started studying again, I graduated in 2013. So it had been a while since I'd studied. So I was really nervous coming into it with the pressure that I felt may be there. But I found really quickly that that pressure wasn't really there, that everyone wants you to succeed. And Southern Cross was just really fantastic. There were a few times where I just, I personally needed to step back. You know, I needed to focus on me for a little bit and not my studies. And I, again, I never felt like I was being penalized for that Um there was just nothing but support coming from, you know, everyone at Southern Cross. And that's amazing to hear too. Like it really is. I think they are two of the key features I feel with Southern Cross University. It's communication and support. That's what I think when I think Southern Cross. Definitely. Yeah. Well, Danielle, what are plans for you on the horizon with studying and what do you see yourself doing once you finally graduate? That's actually really exciting for me. So... Due to stuff, I've had to, I've skipped a couple of units, which again, hasn't impacted my, my study journey. So I'm in my third year currently. Next year should be my fourth year, but I'm planning on doing, and just having a catch up year where I'm catching up on the units that I've skipped. And then 2025 will be my final year and I'll do my final placement at the end. Once I've graduated, I'm planning on coming out West here somewhere. Um, not sure if it'll be Queensland or New South Wales, but I'll be coming out rural for a couple of years, getting my experience up, giving back to the communities out here um, and helping give access to services that just are really looking out here. And then after a few years, I'm planning on coming home and I would really love to work in a long-term rehabilitation centre or a mental health hospital, something like that. I want to end up in mental health and addictions. So... I'll be coming home to do that afterwards. Well, I can hear the passion in your voice about this too. So I can only see you doing well and I wish you the very best for the rest of your studies and career. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm so excited and I'm really grateful for this opportunity for you to let me share this. Oh, anytime. And we hope to have you back on another time as well, Danielle. It's been great. Thank you so much. Well, thank you, Danielle. And thank you to everyone for listening. I'd like to acknowledge the traditional lands that this podcast was recorded on and extend my respects to elders both past and present.